is your Miss Bright Time with Heart Solutions Podcast, and I'm reading exercise 7 and 8 off of ineffableliving.com, Healing the Inner Child, and it's through the article they wrote. Excessive art therapy is incredibly healing because it can go to the parts of the brain and the lymphatic or limbic system that words don't. I think it's true for music. This is mainly because language is connected to the left side of the brain, whereas emotions are stored in the right side of the brain. Get a piece of paper and crayons and try to relax by taking a few deep breaths. Two, close your eyes and see your inner child in your mind. Notice the color of her hair, his hair, posture, clothing, demeanor. If the inner child is angry, sad, or frightened, withhold judgment and welcome him or her in his or her authentic feelings. Draw a picture of the inner child using your non-dominant hand to allow the inner child to express himself or herself. Use crayons to color the areas of the body where the child feels pain and discomfort using colors associated with that sensation. For example, you might Use color red or orange to show burning sensation. Thank the child for sharing with you. Exercise 8. Strengthen your adult self. To heal your wounded child, you'll need a strong, resilient inner adult who understands that the negative beliefs are simply the result of childhood influences and who can challenge those negative beliefs. Here are a list of facts and arguments to use along the way. This is your adult that can understand this. And then maybe can try to think of how to say it to the child that, where you can explain it in that child level when it comes to their mind, mental, and the, the development of, the, of where my development was arrested. that for me personally as a miss my time or Yolanda that would be age I think the best times in my life were at the apartment with my dad I was probably about seven I think I stopped right there um this is what you would say No child is born bad. Children can be exhausting, but this doesn't affect their value. It is the parent's responsibility to consider whether they want to take on the stress of parenthood before deciding to become parents. Children have the right to have their physical and emotional needs met, and it is the parent's duty to understand their children's needs and fulfill them. Children are more or less powerless. It is a parent's responsibility to meet their children's needs. needs. If parents are overwhelmed by the task of meeting their children's needs, they should ask for help. It is the parent's responsibility to love their children unconditionally and make them feel welcome and accepted. Children should not feel they need to behave in a certain way for them to earn love and acceptance. Choose a negative belief from the list you uncovered previously and try challenging that belief. Almost done. 
You might find it helpful to answer the following questions as you challenge your beliefs. What evidence do I have that what I believe is not true? Am I blaming myself for something which is really not my fault? Am I taking something personally which has little or nothing to do with me? What would I tell a friend if he or she had the same belief? And that concludes exercise 8. That is some really rich stuff. And it's some very, very potent stuff. And I can tell that it's potent because of the, of the, um, the, um, they make me feel really small. I feel really, really small. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to correct myself and say the wounded child in me feels really, really small. And now, you know, myself speaking to you as Miss Right Time, another article can say, now I can ask the inner adult to talk to my to my inner wounded child and the feelings that he, she is starting to come up with and have and what would make this inner child feel okay and then I might write that down I might do those exercises from the previous recording where I do left hand right hand and then my inner child would talk about how it feels like it's in danger. That's what it feels like. It feels like danger and an unknown um, dread. It's a dread. So. And it's in my stomach. It's nauseous. But I would write that down or I could sit at two different chairs. One would be the adult. One would be the child. And I would describe. I would help myself um and there's also guided imagery i've talked about this before where um instead of the in that chair is my uh inner adult it might be a hero of some kind or it might be somebody from my past that was a hero to me and that would be my grandmother or maybe she would give me something that would just bring me comfort like she used to give me these little puzzles where they were you know, like, connect the dots or little unscramble the words or other little little things. I had little cartoony workbooky things. And that made me happy. I can feel the happy because she's there. Maybe I can bring her in. So, well, thank you for listening to Miss Right Thumb. I hope that you are helped. And that concludes the... I think that makes it the... Seven and eight. So we've got nine, ten left, and then eleven, twelve, and then it goes thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and that concludes the article. Thank you for listening as we try to to help ourselves. I, I kind of think that since the way I'm feeling right now, it would definitely be something you can take with you to the counseling. Take this take the, this exercise to the counseling and just be guided. You know what I mean? Or maybe instead of activating your inner parent, 
How about you be the inner child and you speak the things and then you let them speak the kindness as a counselor to you. Hope that helps. Bye.